whatever the thing is that you're trying to escape, it's time to face it. Look at the situation and be like, why am I trying to escape? Why am I trying to run away from this? Why am I not content? Look at that. Ask Holy Spirit, be like, God, show me why I'm not content. Why I'm never content in this area. Why I, I want to keep going from job to job. Why I keep running from friends and pushing them away. Welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I'm so glad that you stopped in and we're just going to talk about daily struggles, the daily things that nobody wants to talk about. And today we're going to dive right in and we're going to talk about contentment. Are you content with where you're at? And basically, are you satisfied with where you're at? For myself personally, I every once in a while, discontentment tries to come knocking on my door. So if you know me, well, a lot of you have been around for a little bit, but if you, if you haven't been around for that long, I grew up in New England and it's the smallest state, Rhode Island, but it has a city vibe. Like there's city all around. I wasn't in the country. I was more in the suburbs. And so now I currently reside in West Virginia and it's so country. Like, yo, it's so country <laughs> when I say it's a country. It's we are literally in the sticks in the mountains. And I'm not saying that to put anyone down because a lot of people grow up in the country and you're used to it and all those things. But I'm not. This girl's not used to it. But God called my family to here to West Virginia to be a part of a family here, a church family, a church body. And so because of that, I wasn't going to argue. I mean, I might have like had a little bit of something in my mind like, okay, are you for real, God? You're really going to like I I thought it was bad that we moved to Texas to a small town that was country. That was like a different kind of country, but now we're like in a mountain country and the Appalachian Mountains, like this is a whole nother level. But I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And so Every once in a while, but it's not only with this situation, my whole life, I realized that I've had that thing where I'm not satisfied. Like I'll, you know, like when you get something new or you get someone surprises you with something, I'm that person that I'll like it for a little bit and then I'm bored. I've been like that with jobs. Like I'll be excited to start a job. I'll do a certain thing and then I'm bored with it. And then I'm like, okay, on to the next. I'm always that person that's like, okay, on to the next. What's next? That got old real quick and now I'm on to the next. And so because of that, I also love to travel. And there was a long time when my husband and I, before we had kids, we were we were married for three years before we had kids and we traveled where, wherever the wind blew. I was like, let's go. Let's go tomorrow to Las Vegas. Let's go here. Let's go to Arizona because we can and you have family there. We can stay with them and explore. And I started to realize over the years that I wanted to travel and do all those things because, you know, there's a, a hobby of traveling where you could do it like once or twice a year or even like once a quarter or whatever, but it was like an unhealthy thing in my life where I wanted to get away from my scenery and it was probably escapism. I wanted to escape what I was going through, my situations, my circumstances. So I'm like, let's just up and go, have a change of scenery, be a tourist, go see new things, shop, get the good coffee and the good food. And then we will come back. And then there I am again, able to put up with it for another month. And then I'm like, okay, it's time to up and go again so that I can 
not face the problems that I'm going through. And I realized that that was not healthy. And so here I am today healed from that for the most part, but it still comes a knocking on my door because there's still something in me sometimes where I'm like, there's more, there gotta be more. Like I can't, I wasn't, and I know that sounds ugly. And if you live here and you're in my life and you, you hear this, like, I'm not really trying to put anyone down. I'm just sharing my true authentic, like how I feel like this is something that I've been battling and I'm going to be open and real about it because I, that's what this podcast is about is just really being real about topics and struggles. And I know a lot of people don't like to open up in that way, but girl, when you get on here, we're going to talk about all the things. And so it's hard for me to stay put. First of all, like we'll travel, we've traveled probably like twice a year since we've lived here and it's going on three years here. Actually it has been three years that we've lived here and we'll probably, we've averaged around two to three trips a year, but literally Still, and I know that I'm working on this and God is shedding light so that I can work on this area. But there's still times where I'm like, there has to be more. Like, I'm really not just going to be stuck in this small city forever. And that's like the wrong attitude to have, because if God wants us here for the rest of my life, then let's do it. Let's so be it. I'm going to be obedient in that. But that doesn't mean that it's not easy. It's not hard. This is kind of hard for me. And also because culturally there isn't that many ethnicities in the area as well. And I was never a huge person on that. I know some people literally won't move somewhere because if their culture isn't there, then they won't be able to to function. But that's not me. But sometimes I do miss, you know, some good, like some different types of food. I miss um, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and black. And so sometimes I'll miss some Puerto Rican food. I'll miss some some soul food and in this season as a mom, I can't really like fully focus on cooking that all up all on my own. I mean, I probably could learn how to make a specific dish when I'm wanting that specific thing or homesick. And I hate to say homesick because this is home. Home is where your family, and where your heart is. Home isn't where you grew up or where you were born because I was born in Rhode Island, but that's not my home. My home is here and now where my family is. And so when I say homesick, I mean like I'm missing those the comfort type things like the food and the culture. And even with my family, sometimes like I'm like, I just want a good laugh. Like I want to be around really loud people. Sometimes I'm the loudest in the room. My kids are the loudest. And so this is little things like that. And so when I go down that road, uncontentment tries to take root. And I'm like, nah, bro, you are not going to take root. I'm satisfied with where I'm at because this is where God wants me to be. And so where are you at in your life? And are you satisfied? Because of social media, because of having technology at the tip of our fingers, we're able to be any place, anytime, anywhere through our phone. And because of that, we're constantly seeing people doing all the things they get to up and travel. Some people have like 10 kids and they're somehow still traveling to the Bahamas and chilling in the sun and living this life where they're just traveling in an RV and going place to place and being a a travel wanderer type person. And it's like, why can't I have that? You know, I think discontent, being discontent leads to, or is tied into 
comparison as well, because if you're not satisfied and you see someone else doing the things that you've been wanting to do, but because of where you're at currently, you're not able to do it. So then all of a sudden you're comparing yourselves and then it makes it even worse. And so, for example, the other day I saw a group of people that I grew up spiritually with, meaning like when I left home and interned, I saw a group of people doing some things and I was like thinking to myself and I know that it was the enemy trying to bring some stuff up to be dissatisfied dissatisfied in where I'm at and so he was like you or I started to think this I'm like you could have that could have been you like you could have been running with them you could have been um, traveling to that capacity going from church to church, pouring into others, doing all the things that you've always wanted to do. That could have been you. So the next thing you know, Lance comes back home and he's like talking to me and I just start like busting out in tears. And he's like, what's wrong? And I started to tell him, I'm like, I know this sounds dumb, but I'm like, I just feel like there's more. And he's like, so you think that you're better than where you're at and all these things? And I'm like, no. And he's like, but that's what you sound like. And so when he started to shed light on that, I'm like, oh, I don't want to ever think that I'm better than anybody else. But in that moment, because the enemy was trying to use that comparison thing that I noticed online, it brought up all these things that I need to still deal with because of being discontent and not only where I'm at, but just like that thing just tries to come up every once in a while. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I repent, Lord. Like, I don't want to ever think that I'm better than a place or a people. And I know that you're more than enough. So because you're more than enough, then where I'm at, I'll always be satisfied. And I don't need the city and I don't need the extra food and the culture and all those things to bring joy into my life when I can find joy in Christ. And so my whole challenge these last three years, it's really been stripping me of finding joy or finding happiness in things like cities and traveling, but literally learning how to put roots in the ground and because I've never really stayed in a spot for a long time. The only longest stint that I had was when I lived in Rhode Island with my family from birth to 12 years old. And then we up and moved. And so because when we up and moved, we went and lived somewhere for like three, four years. Then we up and moved back to Rhode Island, lived there for four years. Then I up and moved and went back and lived somewhere for four years. Up and moved, went to Texas and lived there for four years. And then we up and moved again. So I told Lance, I started laughing and I was joking. I'm like... It seems like every four years we up and move somewhere. So I'm like, I wonder if around that time I'm going to feel like a certain way. And he's like, exactly. He's like, you never put roots somewhere long enough to really get to know the culture and the people and long enough to have longevity. And I was like, oh my goodness. At first I was like, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear it. I didn't tell him shut up. But in my mind, I'm like, whatever. I don't want to hear it. But he was right. And I won't tell him that he's right. So if you ever listen to this, Lance, you can hear me say that you're right here, but I'm not going to say it any other time, but I'm joking by the way. But anyways, um, he was right in that. Like I literally never put roots down longer than four years. And so we're coming up. We just, we just passed three years of being here. And now next year will be the four years. And I know that God, this is where God wants us to be. This is home base. And so in that, I am finding like people are like, oh, what do you, how do you like it here? Or even the the natives of this land, the people that were born here, they're like, why would you ever move here? Like, 
why what's here and so I love to tell people like I'm literally adjusting and I'm not going to lie and say, oh my gosh, I love it right away. I didn't love it off the bat, but I'm growing to love it. There's things that I do love, the beauty, the stillness, the quietness. I literally had to learn how to be still and quiet because I was always so used to the fast life and the hustle and the bustle and all those things that when it came time for me to be still and quiet and settle down and not travel, I learned a lot of things about myself and I literally learned how to be a daughter and not be pulled from my gifting and not being used and abused in a way of just using me for what I can do, but just people loving me from a place of who I am as Alexis and as a daughter of God. And so in the stillness, I was able to, and then the slow pace of life here in this this region, I was able to learn those things about me that I didn't know before. And so whenever those feelings do come up where I'm like, there has to be more. I ha- I'm I'm getting to that place like the other day when it came up, I almost entertained the idea for a little bit. And then I was like, no, I'm going to cast that thought down because it's just meant to try to bring me down in the season when I'm thriving and when I'm moving towards the things of God. And when I'm obedient. My family and I were obedient and moving here. And so because of that, there's so much blessing and peace and overwhelming peace that we're experiencing in this season. And I never want to be outside of the will of God, no matter how something, no matter how good something looks on the other side. Like, you know, that saying where it says the grass is greener on the other side. And it's like the grass is green wherever you water it. So if God has me planted here and I didn't love it from the jump or from the start, that doesn't mean that I can't grow to love something. That doesn't mean that everything that everywhere and everything that I go or everything that I do and that God brings me to, I may not like it always in the moment, but I know that when I have the understanding and when he shows me of why he brought us somewhere or why he brought us to do something, when I start to understand that, then I see the beauty in it. And anything that God has us do, has us to do, and that's in his will, is going to be beautiful and it's going to be prosperous and he cannot fail. So we're not going to fail. And so I just have to remember that. And I want to encourage you in that as well, that if you're in a place of where you always feel like you're not satisfied, like everything that you do, every job that you go to, you do it for a few months, it's good and new, but then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm done, I'm over this. And then you go on to the next. Then it's the same thing. And then it's on to the next. When are you gonna stop to look and be like, this is a problem. I have to face it and deal with it because if I don't, I'm gonna continue to go from job to job, from place to place. I'm gonna continue to go from man to man. I'm gonna continue to go from friend to friend. And when you have that discontentment, and that unsatisfaction in your heart, because it comes down to being a heart issue and a heart posture, then you're going to continue to have that cycle. You know, those women that you hear, they're like, I just always end up with the bad guy or I always end up here and I always end up there. And it's because you always think that something's going to be better on the other side until you get there. And the next thing you know, it's the same thing because it has nothing to do with the person or the thing, but it has everything to do with you and this dissatisfaction that you're feeling in your heart. And the only person, the only man, the only thing that's going to quench that and to fill that is God. 
He's the only person that can take that dissatisfaction away and fulfill that need and that want that you have. And you may not think that you want it, but in the end, you realize that you needed it. And so remember that when you're wanting to be that person that's just upping, up and going all the time or choosing to escape and you didn't realize that you're choosing to escape. So many of us nowadays try to escape in different ways and maybe you're not trying to escape through through traveling, but maybe you're trying to escape through games. Like this is such a huge gaming culture now and people can spend hours upon hours upon hours, like a whole day from day to day just gaming and it's like, yo, that's cool and all. Like I like to play games. There's some games that I literally could play for hours, but once you start doing that and you add up the hours and you look back and you're like months and months went by and all you did was that, then you know that you're trying to escape from something. People try to escape from going to choosing drugs and alcohol. Like my biological father, he chose to, he chooses to escape through alcohol. Um, or he chose in the past to escape from alcohol. He's actually doing really good now, has been sober. But you know what I'm trying to say. Then there's not only drugs and alcohol or gaming or traveling, but whatever the thing is that you're trying to escape, it's time to face it, to look at the situation and be like, why am I trying to escape? Why am I trying to run away from this? Why am I not content? Look at that. Ask Holy Spirit, be like, God, show me why I'm not content. Why I'm never content in this area. Why I want to keep going from job to job. Why I keep running from friends and pushing them away. It's time to, to take the time to evaluate ourselves and to say that. And so you may not like the answer. I didn't. It was hard to hear at first that I thought that I was better or I thought that I was I thought that there was more when that wasn't the case. It was just something that I had to deal with in me. But through the the discontentment and the not being satisfied, I was able to have that come to the surface. And I'm like, okay, so that's what's stemming. The discontentment is stemming from that, thinking that there's always more and not committing to a place or a thing because I always think that there's better or that there's more. And so now that I'm aware of that, that I think that there's always more. So I don't want to commit to a place or to a thing. Now I have to look and and be and hold my, my thoughts captive when they try to, when the enemy tries to throw that my way that, Oh, there's more, there's better. So you don't have to commit here because if you commit here, the minute you commit here, then the better is going to come around and then you're going to miss it. That's literally my personality and what tries to come in my thoughts. And I'm like, no, it's not going to work because God wants us here. And so I'm going to go all the way and commit. And so it's funny because my driver's license is still in Florida. So I didn't even commit in Texas. And I remember even saying those words like, no, I don't want to have a driver's license from Texas. I like that it's from Florida, so I'm not going to change it. And same with West Virginia. I've said that before. I'm like, mm. I'm like, I do not want. And that, that sounds so ugly, but that's just where my mind was. And I'm working through it. Okay, guys, I'm really working through it. But I was like, I don't want my driver's license from West Virginia. And so I just never changed it. But even while I'm talking to you guys, I'm like, it's time to fully commit where God has planted my family and I. And so I'm going to change my license over to West Virginia, even if it hurts. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what else? There's probably some other things that I need to change over. But the bottom line is it's time for 
me and for you guys to commit to that thing that you know that God is wanting you to commit to. And you have to stop just being that wanderlust that just wants to go with the flow and the free bird. And I've labeled myself that for so many years, but I'm going to stop saying that and say, yes, I'm a faithful, rooted, grounded one, planting my feet wherever the Lord tells me to go. And so I hope that this encourages you to be content with every thing that the Lord sends your way, to be content in where you are and what you're doing in the season of life. Because there's so many topics I could talk about within this one subject with contentment, because there's also being content as a parent and as a mom, being content as a person that's just starting out in the world. Maybe you just graduated high school or college, like just certain things like that. And so in the future, we can dive even deeper than what we did today. But I just pray that you will be content in all the things that the Lord sends your way. I pray that any unsatisfaction or anything that's in you that isn't enough, that you say that isn't enough, I just pray that the Lord would reveal to you that he is more than enough and that there's nothing in this world that could ever take his place and ever fill that void that you're needing but him. And so I just pray that you would just open your eyes to that and to let him in. I pray that you would let him in to show you the things that you need to work on to be able to commit and whatever that is that you would be able to work on to be able to commit to the things that he's put in front of you now. And I pray all those things in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope that this encouraged you and remember to speak life always. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.